Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. Since then, we have a great high priest who passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Mm. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. This is one of my favorite passages oh. in, in the Bible, and I don't think I am, uh, you know, unique in that. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, this is like sometimes doing a DR, I'll like read something and be like, well, I think we can wrap it up there, you know? <laughs> um, yep. But, you know, there's just so much. The, the whole narrative of Hebrews, it's been very Christ-exalting and, and also held a lot of exhortations that I know <laughs> I fall so short of. And so much of it, you know, we were just talking about like, it'd be interesting to go back and count how many times he's talked about the heart and like hardening the heart and faith and unbelief. And like, when I just look back on my life, I just see so, so many times I've hardened my heart and so much unbelief and, and so many things were it not for the mercy of, of God w- would, uh, just lead me to despair. Mm-hmm. And I just think this passage comes at such a timely place where, you know, in, in light of yesterday's reading and the, the days before, it, it's it, it, it's this, this, you know, warning that the word of God looks down into the deepest dregs of our heart mm-hmm. and, and discerns the thoughts and intentions of our heart. But then we are told that there is a priest who who has been tried in every way Praise and yet God. was without sin. Mm-hmm. And, and and now we can actually draw near to a throne of grace with confidence to receive mercy and help. And just what a what an amazing, you know, just heart soaring passage uh for for weary people who who don't measure up so Mm -hmm. what are y'all's thoughts on on this passage yeah one just brief introductory kind of thought here is just that you know the the verse 11 in the chapter 4 said let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience for the word of god is living and active and sharp and the reality is with the word of god alone we would fall Mm. Mm we would fall into that same disobedience. Yeah. But we have a mediator. <laughs> we have a great high priest, as you just pointed out. And so I just, I think that's just a, it's already good news. But then it goes on to describe the good news in a, in a fuller way. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, this is one of those passages that, I mean, it's just an absolute drink of water. I mean, it's so mm. quenches thirst. It's so satisfying to consider Jesus as the great high priest. Um, one of the things is I've talked with people before though, that it has, has come up with a passage like this is, is that question of, well, does Jesus, does he really sympathize with us in our weakness? Mm, I mean, yeah. you know, people will be quick to point out the unique ways that they struggle and the, the unique forms um, that their weakness manifests itself in. Mm. 
and said, well, does Jesus really understand? I mean, he doesn't have a fallen nature. Like, mm-hmm. how can Jesus understand what it's like for me to experience, you know, my sexual disorder or um, uh, my dysfunction in X, Y, or Z category? And and so it's a way where people will sort of minimize what Jesus has accomplished for us in his active obedience to the Lord and his commands. Mm-hmm. And, and to that, you know, I'm reminded of a really famous C.S. Lewis quote where he talks about the German army. And and in that, he, he essentially says, you know, who experiences the full might of the German army? Does the person who fights against the German army for, for five minutes and throws their stuff down and runs, does that person experience the full might of the German army? Or is it the person who stands their ground and battles? Mm-hmm. Well, well, that person is the one who ultimately experiences the full might of the German army. And so so good people who resist temptation, they actually experience the full weight of temptation in a unique way, differently than someone who just gives in to temptation. Well, here we have Jesus who never gave in to temptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he faced the full brunt of what Satan could throw his way. And not once did he retreat, not once did he throw his arms down, but he mm-hmm. stood and he bore it and he was blameless. Mm-hmm. And so not only does that uniquely uh, qualify him to become the savior of the world and take the sins of the world upon himself so that we can be forgiven and have salvation in his name, but it makes it so that we truly can look to Jesus as the one who sympathizes with us when we struggle, when, mm-hmm. we, when yeah. we have a hard time, when we're experiencing loneliness or, or mm-hmm. when we're suffering loss, whatever it may be, we can actually look to Jesus with this sort of confidence that he gets it and that he loves us in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's and, so great. And, and so then that, you know, we don't just draw near to God. We we draw near with confidence. Mm-hmm. So so we could draw near with this understanding that Jesus gets us and he loves us. Mm-hmm. He's not going to cast us out. And so we can go to him as a son goes to a father mm-hmm. or as a friend goes to their best friend. You know? mm-hmm. and, and so there's this incredible amount of intimacy that can exist between us as a result. And that makes the rest makes so much sense because we just as you just described like jesus has done all the work like yeah. we, we see that so clearly here and so that makes sense of like the two things basically this is telling us to do mm. number one hold fast to our confession which i would say is just basically holding fast to jesus because that's what verse, chapter three verse two says or verse one says that jesus is the apostle and high priest of our confession mm. so hold fast to what is true about him mm-hmm. um and the rest he gives us fast to that and then let us draw near <laughs> to his throne um those are the two things hold fast to that confession and then as we're in the, i think we're supposed to identify as people in the wilderness mm-hmm. i think that's kind of like where we are now yeah. um heading towards that promised land in a sense and our our role is to hold fast to the confession of jesus and to draw near to him yeah. in time of need that's like that's our rhythm <laughs> of the christian yeah. life basically there there's such a to me just even meditating on how Jesus beset himself with weakness. There, there's so much mystery and, and almost like scandal just in in that thought. Because I think when I when I tend to think about the Christ, I, I think of you know God just became a man and just like pounded through life like a boss and like performed miracles like a boss and then died and rose and went up to heaven and you know that uh, that's kind of just like the 
the narrative. And what I don't see in that is a, a human who, who struggled through life. And he, he never struggled to the point of submitting to sin. But like the fact that Jesus was was tempted to sin and yet didn't mm-hmm. it is that's like a way deeper and grittier and more like a motive thought, you know, that that Jesus was pulled towards towards transgression in the same way that I am, and yet yet he didn't. Mm-hmm. And that opens up just far more wonderful uh, of a savior and, and a friend. And, and, you know, like I, I think it, it's easy to just breeze through the gospel accounts for me to just assume like it, it was like easy for Jesus, yeah. you, you know, and, and that's just so clearly not what we're told. And, you know, I, I also just, this passage from Romans five came to mind um, reading this, that therefore just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. Um, uh, sorry, I lost my place. <laughs> uh, for sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. And the free gift is not like the result of that one's ma- that one man's sin. For the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation, but the free gift following many trespasses brought justification. Mm. Amen. And just like that, the simplicity of that gospel that that Jesus is one act of full, total, and lasting obedience brings for us this lasting confidence through which we can just throw ourselves at the throne of mm-hmm. grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. That's good. Yeah, we need to meditate more. I think on just the the obedience of Christ. Um, that's a good. I, I find myself, I mean, thinking a lot about his sacrifice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he innocently died for my sin, but the obedience of Christ is such a is such good news as well, um, mm-hmm. fulfilling all righteousness. So this is good. Well, may that encourage your hearts today as well, and may you receive this good news and go to Jesus as your mediator, as your high priest, who can sympathize with all of your weaknesses. Um, so for Jackson and Will, I'm Jeremy Brooks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404 465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.